I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f he wants. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Code Blue and Bullshit. It's Cordero. It's your girl, Monica. And today we're going to talk about this CVICU nurse. So they have this stigma around them, and I really want to dig in with Monica and to see what is the reality of CVICU nurses. First of all, let me just say, there ain't no stigma. I'm just kidding. There actually is... Um, I know that everyone that listens to this is probably a nurse in the healthcare field, and I'm sure y'all have social media, and I'm sure y'all see all the wonderful memes that uh, the topic of discussion is usually CVIC nurses and how we're always doing CrossFit, we're vegan, <laughs> we're vegetarians, or whatever the case may be, just like this idea behind us that we're, we have this God complex, essentially. And after being in the after being in the CVICU for about almost, I'm coming close to my year, around eight months now, I can definitely see why people think that. It's just the simple fact that, at least on my floor, you know, we deal with ECMO patients, we deal with fresh post-operative cardiothoracic surgeries, and in addition to that, we have our MICU complex too. So a lot of people have this idea that, you know, every every specialty in ICU is broken down to the freaking T. But in all honesty, even when I was in narrow ICU, I, I was still dealing with other comorbidities. Now, when I was in the narrow ICU, it wasn't to the extent that it was changing the care that I was providing for these patients. But with the cardiovascular ICU, whenever your heart's that sick to the point where you're in a CV ICU, whether you're post-operative for whatever whatever surgery you are going through, whatever complication that's going on, if you're in heart failure, by that time, the rest of your body stops working as well. And so the point that I'm trying to make is that not only do we have this really deep, you know, intrigued knowledge on the cardiovascular system, but we also know how to manage all these other comorbidities as well. And I think that's what just, gives us this idea that we're just, like, top shit, you know what I mean? And in all honesty, like, I've never worked around a smarter group of individuals, and that's including your nurse practitioners, your your seasoned nurses, your new nurses. You know, you talk to nurses on my floor that have only been there for a year and they started their career there, and the amount of knowledge that they have and insight is, is amazing. It's amazing to see. And me personally starting my career in a neuro ICU, I didn't feel that. I didn't feel like that once I hit my one year. Yeah, I felt like I could handle whatever was thrown at me, and particularly that's just because of my personality. But I didn't feel confident in the knowledge that I had, to be to, just to be honest. And so now here being almost eight months in and really seeing some of the nitty-gritty of the things that we do, you know, we, we get double devices. We, we, have, we could have two CRs. We could have a Swan. We could have a CRT and another device. You can have an Impella and an LVAD at the same day, you know. It doesn't matter. Like, the floor itself that I work on challenges you. And I think me, again, speaking from my perspective, on my floor, the reason why they have this godlike complex is because, I mean, in reality, we can handle pretty much anything that's thrown at us, especially on our floor. So I think that's where that godlike complex comes from. Me, personally, 
even now being on this board for almost eight months, I try not to have that thought process behind it. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I've always thought, like, I'm hot shit, and that's just me. That's my personality. you got to be confident. Nobody else is going to love you the way that you love yourself, period. That's what I live by. But I think just by me being on that floor and, and, and seeing how some people are and they can really get big-headed, I try not to be like that. I've, I've always been this nice, bubbly, like, if, you know, shit hits the fan, I'm ready to react kind of person, and that's just me. And I always like to have fun when I'm at work. And I think what really gets people in terms of that, like, God complex. I, I'm using that a lot, but that's the word of choice. But I think what CBIC nurses that need is a lot of CBIC nurses and nurses in BIC in general have the stigma of being catty, bitchy, for better words. Um, but well, before you dig into that, I wanted to clear something up really quick. What's that? So I, I think what you're meaning. Uh, earlier, you saying, you know, they think, you know, some of the smartest. I think that smart is a relative word. And I think what you may be meaning is that you guys have some of the most complex thinking. Absolutely. Right? No, absolutely. Thank you for clarifying that because I'm sure people are hearing that. They're like, what the hell? But yeah, it, it's the complexity of the patients that we have and that we take care of. You know, it's, it, it's crazy the things that I've witnessed within these last few months and, and you're absolutely right. It, it is the complexity of of the care that we're providing for these patients and the acuity and how sick they are. Um, so, yeah, I agree with you. And you said they're catty. Do you think it's a woman thing or do you think it's just like a, a CV nurse thing? I think it's a woman thing. <laughs> I mean, I have very rarely met a super rude male but then again, most males kind of give you that chill vibe, and I think that's just males in the nursing, you know, field in general. Again, not everyone. I mean, I'm sure you have your few. But, like, I don't know. I haven't really – I don't know. We don't have that many guys on our floor either. I mean, the ones that we have are pretty chill, but I think in the ICU setting, <laughs> I think – I think women just add an extra layer of happiness. Like, they just think that they have reached the pinnacle of nursing and that ICU is where it's at. And and we've gotten really bad feedback off that video of MedSearch, for example, right? But I don't think people were really listening to what we were saying, that that's just not our preference. And I think that a little, with that being said, I think a lot of people have that idea that ICU nurses are top shit already, and so there's this already negative idea behind it. But in reality, some of these ICU nurses really are just catty, and they're just, it's like, it's like you're in this high school drama all over again for some reason. They just think, everyone thinks that they're just the best. And and that's fine to think that you're the best, but I think it just depends and reflects on how you treat people. And that's where I was going to say in terms of why I carry myself I, the way I do at work and try to remain fun, try to remain kind, try to remain as a resource, as a resource to my, you know, to the, to my best of my ability and answer questions that I can, but answer in a nice way. I think what, I think with ICU nurses in general and just an emphasis on CVIC nurses, we realize how smart of a group of individuals we are that a lot of us were blessed to even start our careers in this critical care setting or even you know, post-graduation, get in, the, get in this kind of position, which is still hard to obtain. And 
you start to get big headed because you deal with all these cases, you have a lot of autonomy depending where you're working at, and you just forget how to treat people for some reason, which is no excuse. You know, that's what I just don't understand, and that's something that I always live by. I'm just treating everyone very fairly in, in my position when I'm at work. I don't care if you're the damn janitor, if you're the mechanic, if you're a phlebotomist, I'm going to draw blood. Like, I'm going to say hi to you. I'm going to treat you like a person. I'm not going to treat you any more special than I treat anybody else. I'll have a conversation with you. I'll make jokes with you. I'll, I'll try to make your day, whatever the case may be, because that's something that I think that sometimes people forget, you know? And You know what? I think yeah, a lot of people, too, would say, you know, I'll come to work to work, and I don't come to work to make friends. I don't come to work. I don't. I do not. I explicitly do not come to work to make friends. And that, you know, as my husband, that that is something that I live by. If I make a friend, it's fabulous. If I don't, I don't care. But that doesn't mean that you don't have to be a jerk. That's fair. You don't have to come to work and be a jerk just because you're in a top tier position. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and that's that's what I'm trying to, I guess, say is that that's why a lot of people look at IT nurses like they're just <clears throat> they have poor attitudes and. You know, we're, we think that we're top shit. We, we are top shit, but you didn't, You don't have to be rude about it. You know what I mean? You don't have to be a, an ugly person at the end of the day. And I think for me personally, the floor that I work on, a lot of people in the hospital really talk badly about our floor and, the, you know, just the culture that we have. And I think for me, joining joining the floor, joining this position, amongst with, I'm sure, other people's goals are, you know, to make it a safe a safe environment, something that's just not culturally toxic and make it, you know, a more friendly appearance. And I think that's important because you want to be comfortable where you're working at as well. You don't want to feel like you're walking on eggshells whenever you're coming to work either. And I think that's important. You know, you know something that kind of grinds my gears? It's a little mm-hmm. But I think bedside nursing, the culture in general, can be very toxic, whether you're ICU nurse, you know, med surge nurse, oncology. Because, you know, there's a lot of just people that are just coming to work and just grumpy and really unhappy <laughs> with career choice. And then you have these nursing students that are coming and, like, following and shadowing them, shadowing this grumpy person. And it kind of just, like, puts this really bad taste in their mouth. You know what I mean? And, right. and I think that, personally, like, nursing – it's such a broad field and you could do so many things. So if you're still working bedside and you don't enjoy it, like I feel like you can't blame anybody but yourself. A hundred percent. I a hundred percent agree. Could not agree more. There's nothing worse. <laughs> I won't ever forget a lot of the shadowing experiences that I had. That's just because that's the first time you were ever exposed to the clinical aspect of nursing. Right. right. And there was just, I, I remember this one specifically and I was in the ED um, shadowing, and they, you know, I was in Capstone, so we were shadowing, um, you know, just higher up people, basically like your charge nurse, um, somebody in the educational department, whatever the case was. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was following the charge nurse, and I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm so excited. Like, this is probably something I love doing. Like, I, I have this, like, leadership mentality, blah, blah, blah. I guess <laughs> this lady does not even look at me okay i i just remember her she blonde hair dirty blonde hair like she has a massive one of those massive monsters in her hand her hands her nails are painted like bright blue i'm like okay like you've been 
I remember this vividly, okay? And I, why do I remember her nails, guys? Because she was dirty AF and started an IV with no gloves on it. And I think that's just so freaking gross. But anyways, let's move on. I was shadowing her. She doesn't even introduce herself. And I'm a pretty outspoken person. So I was like, hey, <laughs> good morning. Like, I'm Monica. Like, I'm I'm with, you know, this school. Like, I'll be following you today, blah, blah, blah. Nothing. 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 Nice. So I was like, cool. We have a massive asshole in front. So um, I was just, I sat there, I tagged along, I made sure I wasn't a tick, and I finally said, you know, screw this. I pay a lot of money for my education. If my professor has a problem with it, then we can talk about it after, after you know, clinicals. Because I'm not going to allow that experience to be my experience during nursing school when I'm, you know, Trying to just get to know the field, and so, huh? Full of all your zest and curiosity. Yeah, yeah, you know, like I still remember being a nursing student and how important it was to me on getting to know what exactly I wanted to do. Like, what if one of y'all had that same experience and you wanted to be a charge nurse, and after that experience, you're like, nope, never want to do that again. Like, I'll never want to be in a charge position. And what if it's like, you know, you're calling or whatever the case may be, and she ruined it, and. I said, screw this. <laughs> I left. I, I, you know, I became kind of friendly with one other nurse. And, you know, and ED was something I was thinking about. And that was also a dream that she kind of shattered for me because I was like, screw this. I don't want to do ED. This is how ED nurses are, just miserable. Not the case, guys. That's not what I'm saying. Please don't read into things, okay? Um, but so I decided to call somebody else. And I had a blast. I had the best 10 ever. This nurse let me start out of on everyone which is super cool when you're a nursing student and y'all nursing students that are listening, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, and so, yeah. Oh, I never forget that. That was such a toxic, toxic time. I was like, what is wrong with this lady? She was terrible. I even left and I said bye. Nothing, y'all. Nothing. So. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Moral of the story. Work is hard. You know, it's not easy. But it's like, what kind of, you have to remember that, like, you chose this. And, again, like I was saying, you can move laterally within our career. Like, you don't have to do bedside nursing. I really hate that some some nursing students and people get burnt about it. And I don't like working with people that have that kind of energy, too. You know what I mean? Like, every time you go around them, it's just, like, pessimistic. They're always finding some shit to complain about. It's, it's the absolute worst. I, oh, okay. Excuse me. On that topic that you just said that that's funny. There's just this one. Okay, there's a few nurses I don't like getting reports from, whatever. Most of them on my new floor, though, excellent. Provide excellent care. They leave you ready for a successful day. Mind you, there's 24 hours in a day. We've had a, we've had a podcast episode about this, but still, this isn't even about having the room ready or anything like that. I come in, coffee's not kicking. You know, I'm yawning. I still got to use the restroom before my day gets started, you know. I sit my things down in the alcove, and even before my buns touch the seat, guys. That's the buns. (laughs) This nurse goes, well, I hope you're ready for a shitty day. (laughs) (laughs) What I wanted to say was something completely different, but we were at work, and I said, well, like, I said it very sarcastic. I was like, well, way to be very optimistic. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I really want to just tell her off. Like, do not. 
do not bring bad juju into my mood, into my day, into my area. That is like my religion, you know, like don't, don't do that. Okay. It's okay for you to vent and tell me how you're doing. Now let's find a solution, but don't come and tell me how shitty my day's going to be. And you know what happened, guys? It was a shitty day. Okay. And I blame her a hundred percent for it. <laughs> I could do not, but yeah, I mean, like on the topic, like this person hasn't even been a nurse that long, but on the topic of that, it's just like, don't do that kind of stuff, you know, like, let's be positive. Like, yeah, we have shitty days, but it's like, you know, let's don't come to work. Don't come to work or leave work with a shitty attitude like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's not healthy for you and it's not healthy for your team members. And I feel like something that I always try to do, even if it's a really crappy assignment, before I leave work, I always tell the nurse that I'm giving a report to, hey, you're going to have like a really good shift. Um, is, it, is it a lie? Is it a lie? It could be. It, and even if even if it is, I feel like it just like, you know, like the same patients that I had that day that that nurse told me that I was going to have a shitty day, the night nurse was going to have a shitty day, guys. Like this, it was an ongoing thing, ongoing blood product for one certain patient. The other one was just like grunting in bed and I don't know what, what else. And going into eighth of RVR, not big issue. But anyways, like I told her, I was like, hey, like you're going to have a really good shift. She's like, She's like, thank you so much, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and I just feel like that little bit of slight joy can actually make somebody's perception on how their day is going to go a little bit better. And I feel that everyone needs a little bit of TLC, you know? Like, what if what if I would have got on an accident on my way to work and that's the first thing that I hear before I sit down? You know, as, as airy as it sounds and kind of like disconnected, it just comes down to, like, mentality and, like, mindset. I mean, like, that's that's really what everything we're talking about. Exactly. But, but, I mean, even with what I was saying, like, what if something traumatizing had happened in my life? And that's the first thing that I hear, you know, when I get to work. Like, nobody wants that. I have this, like, filter, dude. I have this filter that anytime somebody starts talking about, like, negativity, I literally just, like, let it go on one end out the other. Until, unless they're, like, pressing for it to be a negative thing, then you got to say something. You know what I Funny with the same nurse. <laughs> with the same nurse. I think, I don't know what, I don't know what's going on. All right. Everyone that they don't like. But I remember she left me a really crappy, a really crappy room, a really crappy two patients. Like, yeah, they were crappy in terms of the assignment, but it didn't have to be that crappy. Anyways, <clears throat> I sit down and I, I, I haven't even clocked in, okay? My motto, do not talk to me about my patients if I'm not clocked in because I will literally tell you I'm not clocked in yet. And that basically means professionally, don't talk to me. <laughs> and I, I was about to sit down, and she was like, dang, you just got here? <laughs> and first of all, I ain't got to come to work 30 minutes early to look at my patient. That's not something I do. I don't get paid for that. So leave your comments to yourself. That's, that was one. And I didn't say that. I was just like, Yeah. <laughs> Like, yes, yes, I, I just got here. Really? And then she proceeds to go, well, it's going to be a really busy assignment. I looked at her and said, look, I'm not fucking yet. <laughs> and she didn't say another word to me, and I think it was very clear, don't talk to me. I'm not fucking, don't talk to me before I talk in. Because 
if you're going to be bringing that bad juju on me, don't let me, let me get paid for that at least. Okay. Let me get paid for this suffering. <laughs> well, thank, thank you for your insights on the CVIC world. It definitely took a turn, but I feel like this is, these are things that people need to know. And this is a reality of nursing. And, and I think it's just funny because, you know, so those of you listening, Cordero's parents are also, you know, nurses, nurse practitioners, actually. So whenever we talk about our work issues or work day with them, like they fully understand. When I talk to my parents about it, they don't really understand all that we do. You know, they, they think that, or even outsiders, people that aren't in the healthcare field and I'm talking to them about something, they think that what I'm doing, I'm cleaning turds, cleaning a vomit, starting, <laughs> start, starting IVs, doing compressions, you know, giving some meds. I feel like that's what a lot of people think nursing isn't just what we do. And it's not, it's, it's a lot more than just that, 100% for those of y'all listening that aren't in the healthcare field. Um, but on top of all that stuff that's medically related and coding your patients, you know, preventing deaths, et cetera, et cetera, doing, you know, all these other interventions, we also deal with BS like y'all deal with at y'all's jobs. And it's, probably a lot worse because yeah, it's like politics and the things that aren't really related to work but more um like relationship type of deal and communication like that's still a problem even though we're dealing with a lot of the science things too we deal with all this other crap too and i think it makes it that much harder because not only do we have somebody's life you know at stake <laughs> But we're still dealing with, like, real-life BS that happens that shouldn't be happening at work, you know, whether somebody's being inappropriate, whether it's the gossip, it's the bullying, it's the being underpaid, it's, you know, being ridiculed, being questioned by, you know, higher-ups. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, we, we don't deserve this. So moral of the story, moral of the story is, like, coming into work with a piss-poor attitude doesn't help the environment at all. And... And where I was getting with this is it's easier to, like, talk to your parents about this and they're able to, like, really understand what we're talking about. And, I don't know, it's like a good vent system. At least we can bounce things off each other, too. And, oh, having a spouse that's definitely – well, having a spouse that is in the medical field, but let alone in the same specialty in terms of being in an ICU, ICU care setting, like – it makes it so much easier whenever we come home and we're talking about medical things or things that happened. That I ended up becoming the nurse and then working in the ICU because I knew you needed somebody to vent with. You're so full of it. <laughs> yeah. Huh? I love you. And because you love me. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's it right there, folks. Right there. Get your ICU, get your ICU spouse. All right. Audit. Well, guys, I really hope that this helped clear the air on CVIC nurses. Not all of us are terrible human beings. I'm just kidding. Crazy. We're not all crazy. Most of y'all. We're great human beings. Don't take that serious. Um, we're not all all bitchy. And, and to also take into consideration, maybe some of the interactions I've had with people, like they were having a bad day, but some of them are actually, like, pretty consistent, so... Not all of us are rude. Not all of us are mean like that. We're all smart. We're all, you know, providing excellent health care, you know, throughout, throughout specialties. So keep doing what you're doing. Be great. Um, 
moral of the story, don't go into work with a crappy attitude. Whatever happens at home, leave it at the door and treat each other with respect. Thanks. Wise words by Monica. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys, be easy. Uh, be sure to share this episode. Check out our YouTube, A Couple Nurses. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram. I've been getting a lot of y'all following me, and I really don't accept people that I don't know. So <laughs> if you do follow me and I deny you, sorry. But moving forward, if you're going to follow any of us on our personal social media accounts, just make sure to send us a direct message attached with that. That way we know that you're following us from our show. Just go ahead and drop the pound sign, uh, Nurses Rock, whenever you follow any of us. Thanks. Till next time. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Code Blue and Bull. We hope you enjoyed it. Please leave us a rating and review if you haven't already. Send any questions or comments about ICU or nursing life in general to codeblueandbull at gmail.com. We just might feature your question in the next episode. We will continue making dope content by sharing the raw, unfiltered view of the life of nursing. You guys continue to learn, stay strong, resilient, and most importantly, take care of yourself. Until next time, peace.